The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Good Lord, am I here? Go Tigers. Am I on the air? Is this happening? Fuck. Sorry, guys. It's 8 after 7, and I just got home from softball downtown Detroit on Belle Isle. Here's my softball shirt, the Cafeteros. You ever been here? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm here now, and I'm exhausted. I think I'm sunburnt. I can't quite tell how bad it is, but I'm here. I don't even know what to do. I feel totally flustered, but I want to be here for you guys. Let's talk. I do have some things lined up that we can discuss and make happen. Good to be home again. Good to be back on the scene. Woo! So, what's on your guys' mind? Live stream? Comments are available? Ready to go? Who are you thinking about dropping? Who do you think about picking up? What happened today? I've been outside all day in the Detroit sunshine, so I have no idea what happened in this afternoon's games. You guys could fill me in, actually. That'd be wonderful. But I never want to let you guys down, and I could about pass out right now. It was 91 degrees, not a cloud in the sky in the great city of Detroit. Would have been a perfect weather for the Tigers to have a homestand. But uh, your Cafeteros dominated their opponent 31 to 5. I uh, had a couple hits and scored a couple runs, and I uh, made a put out in left center field to close out the game. The final out of the evening. Good times. On Belle Isle. It's a beautiful Isle. If you've never been to Detroit, get your ass to Detroit. So, let's get to it. I had a document lined up. I know what I want to talk about. People I like. Eric Haas, Detroit Tigers. This guy is on fire. Are you picking him up? Is it worth your time? There's a couple of catchers that are playing great right now. Omar Narvaez, kicking ass. A couple home runs over the weekend. A nice weekend in Miller Park. This is the home of the Sunday Fab and Streamer Show. No Deary again. Deary's on a bender up north. Good for him. Don't forget, Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. You can send an email, Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. Give me two. So, Eric Haas. This guy hit 28 home runs in the minors. That's his career high. So he's got pop, and he did that in 2019. He also plays left field, so the Tigers. He's not just a catcher, so he gives you a couple of possible positions of eligibility and the guy can hit i think it's worth a flyer for sure it's not worth a triple digit buy i don't think we're looking at adolis garcia here and i'm not being a homer go tigers eric haas is kicking ass speaks for himself are you going to pick him up you're going to take a chance on him i say yes but i wouldn't go past uh, 65 70 or you know 10 percent, maybe yeah 10 percent of your fab budget currently remaining if you have waiver wire, then you know it's pretty easy for you to make it happen. Pick his ass up. Ah, boy, what a day. What a beautiful day in Detroit City. Good to be with you guys. I know you're here. Somebody commenting. Sunday is always a very busy time for comments. We usually get you guys there. Don't forget, rotofanatic.com. 
That's where all the magic happens. Closing remarks from Mr. Mike Carter. Every Sunday fills you in on every bullpen that you need to know about because that's what he does. He also takes your questions and he posts them in the article so you can see the type of questions people are asking. Maybe you have a similar one you want to hear about. That's where you get closing remarks. Every bullpen in Major League Baseball is taken care of personally by Mr. Dr. Mike Carter. And then the schedule factors, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Crosby Spencer does that every Saturday. We release schedule factors based on his park factors mixed in with his three-year compiled data over the last three full seasons. And put it all together, put a bow on it, and poof, you have schedule factors for the coming week. Who's got the advantages? Who is somebody that you want to be targeting? Who's going to make a difference on your squad this week? Somebody to pick up? Is there teams to avoid? Who has the teams with quality matchups against the pitching? You know how a pitching can line up? Sometimes you get three lefties in a row. It's rare. Sure, it's rare, but it does happen. And you need to know about these things because maybe your hitter sucks against lefties and you don't want to play him. As far as this week goes, we have seven games for Kansas City, Boston, and the Marlins. Teams with five games is kind of big this week. Cleveland, Baltimore, Yankees, Rays, Rangers, Cards, Mets, Phillies, and Diamondbacks. Damn, that is a lot of teams with five games this week. Kind of a bummer if you own anybody on those squads, but that's okay. We'll power through. We'll do the best we can. Crosby Spencer's Schedule Factors at rotofanatic.com. So Eric Haas, I talked about him. Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom is tearing up the charts. This guy looks like a veteran. Keeps cranking bombs for the Chicago Cubs. Is he the real deal? Is this somebody you want on your squad? Well, fuck yes, it is. At least take a flyer on him. But they have injuries right now. Jock Peterson, he left with an injury the other day. And, of course, David Bodie and Nico Horner have been on the IL for the Cubs. So are you going to expect Patrick Wisdom to play consecutively for a month? If he's got a hot bat, are they going to let it ride? Is David Ross going to be like, yeehaw, ride him, cowboy? Or not? I don't know. But I have a feeling they're always going to find a way to get the hot bat in the lineup. So Patrick Wisdom, I'm gonna, I bet we're going to see triple-digit bids for Wisdom, which I think is a tad high. Again, I'll go max out 15% of your fab budget remaining Tonight, that's what I would go for wisdom. If you want to go bigger, if you're feeling desperate right now, it's June. Things are starting to get interesting. You feel like you're behind. You need something big to put you over the top. Yeah, shit, I wouldn't blame you. Then go big on Patrick Wisdom. Go big on Eric Haas. Make it happen. Do it now. Make your reality. I wouldn't blame you at all. But for me, if I think about some of the teams that I'm currently in charge of, Patrick Wisdom could definitely help me out some corner infield spots. So I'm going to be looking to bid fairly aggressively. But I'm not going to blow my wad on it just yet. Not just yet. Oh, hey, there we go. I got some life, finally. Jaybird's driving home from Tecumseh. Whole state is sunny. Goddamn, Jaybird. Hotter than fuck out there. Sorry if you got kids in the car. Sorry, kids. Sorry. I should have tightened that one up a little bit. But I sweat my ass out. I didn't even sweat. It was so hot that I was, like, dying. I didn't even sweat out there. Brutal playing softball today, but it was a great time at a kick-ass event. Woohoo! Go team, go! What's up, Jasper? In the house. Good to see you, Brian K. Rodman. Dude, Brian, I missed you last week with a tooth infection, and of course he picked up Pat Wisdom. How couldn't he? Who could resist Pat's wisdom? Am I wrong? Good for you, Brian. Good to have you aboard. And Diggs, by the way, hey, what's up, dog? Hey, what's up with you, Diggs? You got something you want to talk about? You're on Twitch. Bring it. Show us what you're working for. What are you made of? No kids. We're good. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that, Jay. I feel better. Woo! Yeah, Brian was banged out. Brian, I'm glad to see you back, man. It's not the same when you're not here, I got to tell you. You guys, the show's never the same when you guys aren't here, so thank you for coming in, making some comments, making me feel like we're all together in this because I'm going to need you today. Deary keeps taking Sundays off. I'm all alone, and I just sweat my ass off for five hours on Belle Isle. It's a gorgeous place. It really is. You know, they have the Grand Prix set up. The Detroit Grand Prix is happening next weekend, I think. And you know, they put all these concrete walls up. It kind of ruins the beautiful, natural landscapes of Belle Isle, in my opinion. And the place was jammed today. Softball, we were playing on three of the four diamonds. and But everybody was out there barbecuing, 
throwing a ball around, hitting the water. Detroit River. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to put my skin in contact with the Detroit River. I'm just saying it's not about Detroit. It's about gross chemicals and years and years of poor regulation. But, you know, that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. But I saw a couple of people, people jet skiing as I walked over the bridge that goes over the Detroit River to Belle Isle. And they were just jet skiing and falling in the water and just laughing. <laughs> yummy, yummy Detroit River water. <laughs> Not for me, but you guys are crazier than me. And that's saying something. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to business here. Enough bullshitting around. <sighs> Patrick Wisdom covered it. Eric Haas, I covered If there's a player you guys want me to talk about, please let me know. Put it right here in the comments. And I promise that I will talk about it. I just covered the schedule. We've got a couple teams that are a little light in the load. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, five game teams this week. So if you've got a Royal, a Red Sox, or a Marlin, I repeat, a Miami Marlin, a Red Sox, or a Royal from Kansas City, you've got seven games this week, and you're going to have the advantage in the head-to-head league. So that's good news for you. Jasper says, uh, going with Mr. Gutierrez. KC Wisdom was gone last week. Oh, Gutierrez from Casey. I see how you wrote that. Right. Yeah. Um, Gutierrez. Eh. I'll tell you who I like. And he came right back up. And I was really pissed that he got sent down. In fact, I was pretty angry about it the other day. Omar Oliveras. He got sent down. I call him Omar. Fuck. You guys know who Omar Oliveras is? He's a real pitcher. Shit, I wonder if Edwards related to him. Omar Oliveras was a pitcher in the 90s for the Cardinals, I think. I want to double check that. Anybody? Anybody remember Omar Oliveras, former starting pitcher? I think I'm on to something. Oh, yes. He played for the Angels, the Cardinals. I got it right. Oh, he even played for my Tigers. Shit. Look at this. He played for like 8,000 teams. He's currently 53 years old, in case you were wondering. And he was born in Mayaguez, Mayaguez, Puerto Rico. Beautiful. Omar. But I'm talking Edward. Edward Oliveras got immediately called back up by the Royals, which was the right thing to do. Jorge Soler stinks. Edward Oliveira should not be sent down. I know that Josh Stomont came back off the I.L., but that's bad news for you, Adalberto Mondesi owners, because now he's back on the I.L. And I think that's sad news, right? So I'll play the sad news button. Sorry, folks. Parks closed for renovations for two weeks. Star Platinum, good to see you. Nice return, Star Platinum. Wisdom hit two home runs. Kansas City calling up core tomorrow. Oh, fuck. See, Star Platinum is filling me in. I got, I'm not doing my job today because I lived life for the first time. Maybe you guys could forgive me. You know, I wanted to go hang out with real people and talk to them in real life. So I'm hoping you guys could forgive me that I'm not as prepared on what happened today because I was out and about living it up. And then I just rushed through the door and turned on the computer to be there for you guys because I care. But the fact that Jackson Coar is getting the call. That's great news. And I'm very, very, very excited about Coar. Everybody should be picking his ass up. And I think a triple digit bid is in order. Even if you don't know how long he's going to stick around. I actually think he might be the most talented of all these young Kansas City pitchers. Daniel Lynch, even Brady Singer. Coar, I like a lot. And if you're going to put down some money on a guy, you want to make sure he's staying. So I wouldn't blame you if you're not going to sell the farm without seeing what you're going to get from him. First, because he's going to go live on Monday. So you're taking a bigger risk. And I respect the fact that people want to wait and see. But if he goes off and you didn't go for him, you're going to look back and be like, shit, I made a huge, huge mistake. So if you don't want to miss out, make sure you get Jackson Core before he's... That one is long gone. But, uh... I. What do you want me to tell you about Jackson Carr? The guy is an elite player. I think he's going to make a difference on this team, and he's going to be here to stay. I think they wanted to wait with him because they want to keep control for as long as they can, which we all know. That's a classic story of this game. But I know they've got Asa Lacey as well, but he's a ways from being ready. This is the guy that I think is ready right now. And he might have more upside than Singer. I said it before. He's found success early. Singer has, sure, and that's great. Brady Singer's a guy I wrote a song about. The Brady Singer Bunch. I love him. I love him. But Cora has a robust three. Count him Utah. Three. Utah, give me two. I'm cheating. Sorry. Utah, give me three pitch mix. Change up. That is supposed to be fucking phenomenal. So I say you go all in. If you are desperate for pitching right now, if you need somebody to pick you up, 
somebody that's going to give you quality ratios, high strikeout upside, big time. I think Coar's upside is the best of any of those Kansas City starters. If you need somebody to fill those categories for you, then go get them. And if it's a dynasty league, obviously he's already owned. If it's a keeper league, it's possible that maybe he's on the free agent wire and you could have picked him up. I bet, in fact, I bet when I go to my keeper league, which is a head-to-head league, that Coar has absolutely been picked up and I'm way too late to the game. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh my God, he's available. I'm going for him right now. I'm getting him. I'm getting him. I'm getting him. I'm picking him up right now, live in real time. Who should I drop? Uh... Uh, Chase DeYoung. Perfect. Yes. Boom. Yes. I am now a proud owner of Jackson Coar share. One share for me. That was real time, guys. I can't believe he was still on the waiver wire after I was gone all day. What a fucking lucky break that was. Jasper says, Coar, I'm grabbing up. Looking forward to 2022. Right there with you, Jasper. When are you on Rotowire with Jenstead? Jaybird, that's a great question. I'm going to be on Rotowire Thursday night with Mr. Scott Jenstead. I'm looking forward to that. I assume it'll come out Friday, but we're recording on Thursday evening, I believe. So it's going to be a great, great show. Really looking forward to hanging out with Scott. And hopefully, I do just a little bit of service for my guy, Jeff Erickson. Fellow Big Ten alum. Shout out to you, Jeff. Jasper says, I agree with you on Coar. Two L's, two Z's. Yeah, there we go. Ryan in the house. What up, Ryan? Ryan, we're waiting for the massage joke. Deary's massage joke. We need at least one. Patrick Sandoval struck out 10 guys today. Fucking A. I picked him up in my uh, other head-to-head league. I'm having a great day. I, maybe I should just ignore what happens more often. Because I'm not kidding. I could show you the screenshot. In fact, I will just to verify it. I'm not trying to gloat. But I want you guys to trust that I'm somebody who has a... You know, an iota of a clue of what he is doing. So stand by, and I will take you live to my... Oh, there's the vortex of the center of the universe. Check this out. All right, enough of that. There it is right there. Read him and weep. Jack Patrick Sandoval, six innings, 10 Ks in my lineup. Also with Kyle Hendricks. Look at that, three quality starts. Luis Garcia, Uh uh-oh, day-to-day. What's this, guys? What happened to Luis Garcia? It says day-to-day, but he went six innings, eight Ks. That's three straight quality starts for Luis Garcia. Isn't it amazing? God, he is so good. This, uh, What do you think about pitching staff, guys? We're a little light on relievers here. Edwin Diaz is clearly the anchor. Gregory Soto. By the way, Gregory Soto, uh, closer alert. Michael Fulmer went back on the IL. So it is now time to get Gregory Soto back on your rosters. He's going to be the first guy to go back to because he's already been right there in the mix. So good news there. Caleb Smith, eight strikeouts? Fucking great. It's about time. I was really targeting Caleb Smith in the preseason, but as we got closer and closer through spring training, he wasn't showing anything, so I didn't think there was much to ride there because he just wasn't going to get the opportunities. But that's wonderful news. I know he played great in the bullpen, and he earned a spot back in the rotation. Got another chance. So I'm really happy to hear that because I think Caleb Smith is still a special guy, and if he can give them trade value... They can ship him off. The Diamondbacks are a joke anyway, so they have nothing to play for this year. Season's already over. You're listening to the Hands Rico Palazzo Fab and Streamer Show. We're live. We are live. We got some people in the house now. We got comments flowing. Rusty start to the show because I flew in like a madman for my softball match today, but I'm feeling pretty good. By the way, would anybody call a softball game a match? That's probably a faux pas, isn't it? Jasper says, if I could post my 40-man roster here, y'all have a good laugh. <laughs> well... First off, kudos to Jasper for having the balls to put his 40-man roster out there when he knows we'd all have a laugh at it. That takes stones, my friend, and I respect that. On the other hand, if you want to post your 40-man roster here, please feel free to email it to the show. Maybe we could squeeze it in somehow. I would love to share that screenshot. If you guys want to share anything with the show and you want me to put it on the show, share it at plazopodcast at protonmail.com. All right, let's get back to business now here. So uh, there's more shit to cover, and we only got about a half hour left. And I want to make sure that you guys get your fill. <sighs> okay, let me breathe. Three, two, one. Here we go. All right, so there are some guys. I already covered the big, the big little guys, I call them, because they're small-time players in terms of name recognition, but they're putting up big numbers, and it's making a difference. Uh, how about Nick Gordon of the Twins? Nick Gordon was a post-post prospect. He's currently getting some at-bats with the Twins on the regular basis because, yes, they stink. They're terrible. 
And there's not really a lot to look for from that team because the Twins have been a huge, huge disappointment. But if Nick Gordon can get it going, then I think he's worth picking up. You know, he's got second base eligibility. Depending on the league you play in, he could also have shortstop. But at the very least, he's a middle infielder. Uh, Alex wants to know what to do about Scooble. I'll tell you what to do about Scooble. Enjoy the ride, my friend. 11 strikeouts yesterday. Damn! Unreal. I cannot believe it. I was I was shocked. I really was. I was not expecting him to take a leap this year at all. In fact, I've been kind of down on him. But he's taking his game to another level. He went toe-to-toe with Giolito. And he was really good. He was really good. I mean, what could you say about Scooble's performance that doesn't tell you that he's now developed at least three pitches? It looks like... He really has. He got strikeouts, whiffs on the changeup yesterday. I saw it. I watched it myself. It really happened. Broadcast by the outstanding Jason Benetti, who was disappointed because his White Sox were getting torched. But right now, if you're in a redraft league, because obviously Dynasty, I think, if you want to go for it all, you could definitely trade Scooble in your Dynasty League if you're in contention. But if we're talking redraft, is Scooble going to be there for you in September? And the answer to that is no. I think you ride the Scooble train, maybe another start or two, and then you sell because he's just going to be limited at a certain point. And in fact, it might not be a bad idea to sell him now. This is redraft only. Make this very clear. I'm saying redraft, 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 red alert, okay? That is probably not a bad idea. I don't know what you're going to do, Alex, but I hope you make the right decision. And that's my two cents, if you want to get it from me. Deary Massage Joke, there it is. Hey, woo! All right. When I first moved here, I blew Mr. Belvedere. I'll get back to you when I have one. Yeah, I'm waiting for one, Ryan. Come on, hurry up. What the hell's the closer situation in Minnesota? You know what it is? Here's, this is the, I've got an audio sample of the current closer situation in Minnesota. Are you ready? Does that cover it? I think we covered it. Great. Cool. Yes, it is a fiasco. And I actually thought Colome was starting to sneak up and going to be the guy. This was two weeks ago. And now, I don't know. I still think, now I think it might be Rogers' turn. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. The Minnesota Twins are a disaster. You're playing pick it. Remember that game where, like, the moles would come up and you hit them on, with a bopper? When you're at Showbiz Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese's, that's what you're playing here. Whack-a-mole. It's a game of whack-a-mole. And I have no idea who the mole is. I really don't. And if I told you that, if I sat here and told you that I know who the Twins closer or is going to be in the coming weeks, it'd be a lie. It'd be a, a flat-out lie. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not. If I don't know, I don't know. And I'm going to tell you that. Right now, Hansel Robles, if he's available, sure, take a shot. Rodgers is available. Taylor Rodgers, take a shot. There's just, there's just not enough information for me to tell you that somebody's going to run away with this job because the Twins are a disaster right now. So that's it. That's the bottom line. I'm going to keep it real. I'm never going to try to be something I'm not. Robles has pitched good recently. And if I had to bet, if I had to guess, this is just, remember everything I just said. If I had to guess, it'd be Robles, but that's it right now. He's looked pretty good. Uh, Caper 9 is kind of low, though. The whip's kind of high. Those are red flags. So that goes back to the point I just told you about where I feel I'm still pretty trepidatious about the situation, and I would love to try to get a save elsewhere if I could, if I were you. Gregory Soto. I actually feel more confident in Gregory Soto for the Tigers with Fulmer being back on the I.L. I think that's something I would be more comfortable with because the Tigers, they get wins. They still play hard ball. They've played much, much better over the last six weeks or so. So Go Tigers! That's how I feel about that. And with Rodgers getting the save today, yeah, that's how I feel. Bottom line. No, yeah, Rodgers is the guy. I changed my mind. Rodgers is the guy. There it is. That's my final answer. Taylor Rodgers, best bet. Make sure you listen to all the caveats I just expressed to you before I said that. Jeffers getting time to catch for Minnesota. That's wonderful news. Woohoo! Ryan Jeffers. All right. Mitch Garver caught a bad break of that injury. He's going to be out for a while. Ryan says, thankfully, they don't win many games, so we don't have to worry. That was a zinger. I need a zing button, don't I? Do I have a zing button? I feel like I need like a zing. And I don't have that. I need to work on that. So I apologize. What did you, what did you have? A few drinks this morning? Huh? I, yeah, I, I did. think you did, didn't you? 
Now you're listening to the Fab and Streamer Show. We're live on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch. And of course, this is a podcast version after we go live. But this is always the best way to get the show is to get it now because it's not going to be as useful to you on a Monday or whenever the podcast version comes out. I always recommend the live stream first and foremost for this show in particular only. Uh, update, I'll be on the Rotowire podcast Thursday with Scott Jenstead. Really looking forward to that. And I will also be doing Plotso podcast on Wednesday. Deary will be back. And we're doing it with two former cut-ups. Nathan Dockin and Van Lee will be together on the show Wednesday night live. The former pals, the nasty cast pals are coming together and we're going to have a great show with Nathan Dockin and Van Lee live here Wednesday night. I assume around 7 p.m. Eastern time, give or take, but it's definitely happening Wednesday. So it's a big week here. We got a lot of action and I'm very excited about it. All right, speed round. Let's go through some quick players and I'll just give you my quick two cents on them. This is we have about 20 minutes left here on the show. All right, here we go. Luis Severino. Severino had a start today at single A for Tampa. Severino is going to have at least, I would say three, maybe four more rehab starts before it's party time. So no need to rush, but if you're going to pick him up, then do it now. And actually last week would have been best, but if for some reason he's available on your wire, you got to make him, you got to pick him up and take a chance. It's definitely worth a shot because he could be back by the end of June, maybe, might be beginning of July. So you're still looking at a long break. Don't pick him up expecting Luis Severino to be ready to go in the next week or two even because he's got to build up and ramp up. I'm expecting them, and there could be a setback too, so that's the other thing, but I think a minimum three to four starts. So Luis Severino is going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. He could maybe help you in the closing section of your season, which is how you got to look at it. When I mentioned Scooble earlier, not going to be there for you, when you need him, if you're in a head-to-head league, for example, he won't be there for you if you're going to make the playoffs. And if you're still trying to get counting stats at the end of the season, Scooble will probably be, he's going to be restricted at some point. There's going to be innings limitations. But Severino could be the second-half buddy you need to carry you over that bridge. So think about that. Think about your whole season and think about who's going to get me there. We're all worried about the immediate week, especially if we play head-to-head. We're worried about, hey, i got to beat this guy this week. How do I get it done? But in a roto sense, you can also look at a bigger picture and see who's going to be the person that bridges you from June, July, August, and September. Still a lot of baseball to be played. I'm sure you know that. But I just wanted to reinforce that point to all of you on the Hans Rico Plato Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! right. Uh, comments, comments, comments. What we? Oh, nothing sexy here. What do we got? But Scope with nine homers. We know what we're getting, at least. Jonathan Scope of my Detroit Tigers. Go Tigers! I put this on Twitter two weeks ago, ten days ago, roughly. I don't know the exact date, but it definitely happened in the last week or two. Jonathan Scope season is upon us. I said the streak was here. When the Jonathan Scope streak starts, you want to get your ass on that streak. That much I do know. So I hope those of you who were listening to this show heard that and got on the streak because he's been killing the ball, and it's great news for you if you have him. And if you don't, well, then you missed out because this thing's it's a limited-time offer. The Jonathan Scope streak will end soon, and then he'll go back to being the dormant Jonathan Scope that he is where he takes a nap, sleeps in his cave for a while. Maybe he'll come back out for August, September. We'll see, but I wouldn't expect it. Star Platinum says, uh-oh, Baez hurt his wrist today. Wah, wah, wah. That's too bad. I'm really sorry to hear that. Javi Baez does get hurt sometimes. El Mago! Who are some candidates for steals? Well, those of you that know me, Ryan, that's a great question, by the way. Bradley Zimmer. Yes, Bradley Zimmer of the Cleveland team. Um, not a dominant hitter. In fact, he's been absolutely just plagued by injuries. But... He can steal some bags. And over the last week, he stole three bases. Played most of the week. In fact, uh, he didn't play today. He pinch hit, though. And earlier in the week, when they didn't, he didn't play on Wednesday because they had a postponement. So that's not his fault. Bradley Zimmer is a cheap source of steals. Definitely worth a flyer. Go get yourself some Bradley Zimmer. Uh, Jonathan VR, I guess. Um, I had somebody DM me about VR. Do we like VR? And I was like, no because eventually J.D. Davis would come back. But J.D. Davis is continually hurt in his rehab appearances. 
So that's a problem. So maybe Jonathan VR, you might as well get saves or steals now. Then go get yourself a Jonathan VR. I believe he was healthy enough to at least pinch hit yesterday. Like I said, a busy boy today, so I'm not sure what he did today. Uh, oh, yeah, he did pinch hit yesterday. He went two for three. Hasn't stolen a base since Monday, though, but we know Jonathan VR can steal bags, and the Mets are a mess. So if VR is healthy, check the stats on that. Make sure you're getting a healthy VR. Classic, classic place for some cheap-ass Steves. Steves! I said Steves! Steals, saves, Steve. I mix steals and saves. Steals plus saves are Steves. That's kind of cool. How about that? Wow, I didn't think about that. Brian says the Super 2 deadline is on June 10th. Oh, is that official? I was tweeting about that last week. When were we going to get the official announcement? Or, because it depends on a lot of different factors when we have the Super 2 deadline. That's really good news. Write that down in your calendars because after that deadline, people can get called up even further. So make sure you're paying attention to that. Good call. Well done, my friend. I'm going to talk more about those steals, Ryan. Hang on a second. I just want to knock some of these out. Jonathan India hitting leadoff and now looking very good over the last week. Any interest in the 12-team NFBC-type format? Absolutely. In fact, I was telling our friend, my friend at least, my tag team partner, Eric Cross. You may have heard of him. Uh, he works at Fran, Fran Tracks. Fran Tracks. God, I can't speak today. You guys ever been to Fran Tracks? <laughs> so stupid. That one is long gone. So me and Eric do a tag team team together, and we're really hanging tough right now, but we dropped Jonathan India last week because he sucked. Look at Jonathan India last week going into Sunday night a week ago. A week can change a lot, but India was kind of stinking it up, and we're like, we got to drop this guy. We need someone else who can help us. And, of course, we drop India, and he's leading leadoff, and he's making shit happen now. So, yes, Jonathan India, ride the hot streak. He is a very, very talented player, so he was having rookie hiccups. He also got hurt earlier. He came back, and he's kind of struggling a bit. We jumped the gun on India. I hope that you guys don't do the same thing. Learn from our mistake. Yes, me and Eric Cross, we know a thing or two about fantasy baseball, but so do you guys. You guys know just as much. Trust me, you guys are wise people. So if you think Jonathan India is going to help your team, I definitely think Jonathan India is 12-team viable right now. Absolutely. Hitting leadoff for that lineup. The Reds lineup is amazing. Jesse Winker, three home runs? Nick Cassiano's still hitting 360, slugging 600. You want to be in front of that. That's a positive thing for sure. Steals plus saves equals Steve's. Backs plus oil equals Deary's dream. Yay! We got it. Thank you, Ryan. I knew we'd get one in there eventually. It took a little bit, but we got there. It's actually worth it. I like waiting for a quality one like that. All right, let me go back to the saves thing. Saves. Ah! The steals thing real quickly. Jerks and Profar is worth uh, some steals. He plays pretty regularly, too. People think, oh, he doesn't play enough. He plays every day. And he's got nine steals on the year. He can run. The Padres lead the league. I think they lead all Major League Baseball in steals. I can't believe Man I looked at this the other day. Manny Machado has like seven. I was like, what? I can't believe Manny Machado has that many steals. That really boosts his value. If only he was hitting more home runs, unfortunately. Sorry, Manny. Buzzkill. Uh, I've said this guy a million times. Manny Margot is a cheap place for steals. I know the Rays will raise, so he's not going to play every day. But if you look over the last week, Manny Margot, basically, even when he doesn't start, he comes in to pinch hit. If he gets on base, he could get you a swipe. But he hasn't stolen a base in a while, which makes me think that he's absolutely due. Manny Margot is not going to have six steals all year. And he hasn't stolen a base since before May 25th at the very least. So I think... Actually, I think that's a great idea. Manny Margot, cheap, probably available. He's going to get a steal this week. In fact, I am, I'm going to guarantee this. This week, this coming fantasy week, Manny Margot will get a steal. I need a good button for that. Game with the Frank. No, nah, that doesn't work, does it? I'm telling you. Coors. Yeah, I deserve a Coors. <laughs> No, that doesn't work either. I don't have a good button today. My button game's way off. I'm sorry, guys. I, I owe you guys a better show than that. But yes, there will be steals. Manny Margot season's here. Woohoo! Yay! Gregory Polanco, another cheap source of steals. He plays every day. He does steal bags. He's got five on the air. He had a steal this week. The Pirates are going nowhere, and he's playing every day. As long as he's healthy, he's going to kill your batting average, sure. But you didn't ask me about that. You asked me about steals. And lastly, Ahmed Rosario. Ahmed Rosario hit a bomb today. Yes, that makes me feel good. He's heating up, folks. He's up to a 246 batting average, which, trust me, as somebody who has Ahmad Rosario in many leagues, drafted him, that's actually an improvement. 
Things are looking up. And he's had some steals recently. He had one over the last 10 days. He's got five on the season. I love it. I think you want to get on Ahmed Rosario now. He still stings the ball pretty well. He's not, he's not a weak contact hitter. He's not. He could put some stank on it. So there you go. Those are a few of my choice decisions for steals at a premium. Yay! Oh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa does have 10 steals. Very good, Jasper. Good call. Well done. I would agree. Isaiah, but I assume that Isaiah Kiner Falefa's owned. We're looking for people on the wire who were cheap. So that would be my only opinion. Steals or Steve's? Yeah, dumbest thing ever. That might be that could be a new thing on the show. We'll we'll make that a regular thing. Uh, I want to mention Jake Fraley. Guys, Jake Fraley of the Seattle Mariners. He's healthy again. He's back with the club. Sure, a lot of you are looking at Taylor Trammell and saying, oh, I want Taylor Trammell. He's going to kick ass. But I think Fraley is the guy to own. I know that Trammell had a decent weekend, I believe, last I checked. He had a couple hits, and he hit a home run on Tuesday. Excuse me. Boy, I drank so much Gatorade today. But I kind of like Fraley, especially for OBP leagues. Fraley can get on base. Remember he started the year with like nine walks or something? It was like a ridiculous stat. He was just bizarro world. And he could steal bags. This is another guy. Trammell and Fraley can steal, but I like Fraley to steal a little bit more. I think Fraley is OBP worthy more than Roto leagues with average. So I'm going to throw that caveat in there. But I want to throw that name out there. He's very, very cheap. And he could provide you some value. The Mariners not terrible. They're only two games under 500. So they're competing right now. They're hanging tough. Uh, I mentioned all the catchers gone crazy, like I said at the beginning of the show. Uh, Max Stassi is a guy who's finally healthy. He's back. I did not mention his name. I think Max Stassi's worth a bid if you need a catcher this week. I know we talked catchers on the last show. And was it Jasper was looking for a cheap catcher? And we talked about Francisco Mejia. But these guys coming up now, Eric Haas of the Tigers, like I said at the beginning of the show, is guy's incredible. 28 home runs in a single minor league season. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. I know, but I want to get that on the record. So catchers hitting are actually kind of plentiful. I know it sounds weird. I love Tyler Stevenson. I love Mejia, Zunino, Haas, Stasi, Omar Narvaez of the Brewers had a great weekend. James McCann heated up this week. They're all over the place. Yeah, La Tortuga, of course, Star Platinum. La Tortuga. I need a La Tortuga drop on this show. I'm finding that there's things I need on this show. I need a zinger and a La Tortuga drop. In fact, I'm going to write that down right now because if you guys want the best show possible, I do my homework. I write things down, and I make sure you guys get what you want on this show. La Tortuga. You're listening to the Hey, It's Regal Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, which is part of the Roto Fanatic Podcast Network. Did you guys check out Schedule Factors? Are you guys reading what Crosby Spencer writes? Are you reading closing remarks from Mike Carter? Are you checking out the infirmary report from Dave Funnel? These guys do these articles every weekend for you, and they cover everything. Bullpens, injuries, and the coming week's schedule. Those are three crucial things that you're going to need at rotofanatic.com. <laughs> Brian... Hasta la vista. That's an old school one, right? Man, what is this, 1991? Hey, oh, Brian K says, uh, what do you think of Odubu Herrera in Roto? He plays and complies. Compiles. I, I thought you said it. I thought it read complies. Yes, he complies. Odubu is a very, he, he takes orders well. Sure. Uh, I kind of half-assed talked about him, I think a week or 10 days ago on this show, as a possible pickup. Cheap pickup. I think I yelled about it at the very end of the show, actually. I remember doing it on the Fab Show a week or two ago. Definitely worth your time. Um, average leagues, Roto leagues, I would look more to Odebell as well. The Phillies are always going to be a mess. They stink. I think they're trash. Uh, in fact, we know they're trash because they just never seem to get it together. Look what Gabe Kapler's done with the Giants. Like, everybody shit on Gabe Kapler when he was running the Phillies. They ran him out of town. And now... He's doing, he's a miracle worker with the Giants. It's insane. It is insane. This guy's tanked. And plus, uh, Bulls, yeah, I think it's a fine idea. In fact, he's getting a hit almost every day. Um, he's hit 268, four homers, 12 RBIs, three steals. If you're looking for those surface stats, he had a double dong game on Tuesday. That was fun. Yeah. Although it was a 17, 17 to three blowout. Good God. What a mashing. Sure. Absolutely. Herrera is definitely somebody to get. Uh, there's no way in hell he's available, but Cedric Mullins is a god. And uh, I actually owe an apology. I 
apologized to Miguel in person. This guy DM'd me this week about this trade. It was a three-way trade for like Muncie, Yimi Garcia, and Ty France. He was getting all three, Muncie, France, and Garcia, giving up Correa, Mullins, and a third player. And I was like, right after he makes that trade, Correa and Mullins have double dong games. In fact, Mullins hit another one today. He's on a fucking tear. So when I get it wrong, I want to be honest about it. And I feel bad about it. I really do, actually. But in the end, it is your guys' decisions. I'll try to give you guys someone to bounce ideas off of. But I just, I don't always get it right. And I'm never going to lie. I just, I don't want to live a lie, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm fallible. I'm a human being. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. But I just want you to know I'm going to keep it real. Always going to keep it real. Jasper says, always looking at getting the next Johnny Bench. <laughs> Good luck on that one. Jasper calling out the prospect ladders. Phil Goyette does that on Rotofanatic. That's another reason to go to rotofanatic.com. Phil Goyette and Michael Richards are prospect gurus, and Phil updates his rookie ladders, both pitching and hitters. It's great stuff. Great call, Jasper. Well done. Shout out to Phil and Michael. Michael's got an article coming out this week about AOS prospects, so make sure you catch that. It's coming out this week on rotofanatic.com. Best prospects in the AL West. You want to know who they are, don't you? Sure you do. Who doesn't? We all love prospects. dee dee all right, I get back to the uh, the lightning round here. Um, boom, 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 boom. Uh, let's address Keston Hero real quick. Keston Hero sucks, and he's totally lost, and there's nothing you can do about it. I think you got to move on, and I think you're you're hoping on hope for something cool to happen, but it's just not going to happen. And maybe, maybe, uh, of course, there's a maybe that he'll figure it out. He'll stop striking out at his ridiculous rate. Oh, what is that? Forty percent now. His whiff rate is horrible. The guy cannot make contact, but he's also mentally... There's a mental side to this. In fact, oh, shit, I forgot to mention. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., I'm doing a not a live stream pod. Or maybe we will live stream it. I don't know. Maybe we'll just record it. But either way, we're having on Dr. David Meyer. He used to work as a rehab and medical coordinator for the St. Louis Cardinals. That's right, a real Major League Baseball squad. He used to work with them. And he's going to talk about injuries with me. Straight up. So if you guys have questions you want to know about Injured players, what's the real dope? Do teams put players on the IL even when they're not hurt? Do players kind of pussyfoot around or drag ass because they don't want to play? They're trying to figure out a contract deal. You want to know about this kind of stuff? David's a straight shooter. He's from New York. So make sure you email the show, Podcast at protonmail.com. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. And get those questions in. I'll read every single question you guys got for him. Dr. David Meyer, tomorrow morning. It's a unique Monday morning recording session, but I will ask him everything. And I've got a lot of great questions about injuries. So really looking forward to that. Brian says, also not, also probably not available, but last week Mountcastle was dropped in a couple. He's on fire. Yes, yes, yes. There is a league. I'll admit this. There's a league where Mountcastle is available and everybody's going to be going big on him. He's been, he's not that bad. He's, Rookie of the Year candidate. He's a great prospect. He's a classic hitter. This guy is your classic MLB hitter, and he's tearing it up. I would love to get me some Mountcastle, and it's probably already too late now because by the time we did last week's show, last Sunday, when people dropped Mountcastle to this Sunday, he's already had such a good week that it's already too late. Like You're going to pay way too much. It would still be worth it, in my opinion, but it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a fist fight to get him on your roster. He's really, really good. Doc can learn a thing or two from Deary about backs. Hey, damn straight, Ryan. I'm going to ask him about that, in fact. That's a good question. Why are so many players getting hurt? I will, I'll look at the stream after the fact, these comments, guys, and I will definitely add them to my repertoire of questions I'm going to ask Dr. David Meyer tomorrow, live Monday morning. Nothing like a Monday morning podcast to get you going. That's something, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, gosh, Mountcastle's been amazing. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, Willie Adamas has been on a roll, guys. If you're looking for a guy to fill in a short... The Rays traded him a couple weeks ago to the Brew Crew, and Adamas has been getting the job done. He's hitting way better than Keston Hira. In fact, Willie Adamas is going to outperform Keston Hira this year. Nobody, nobody, nobody thought that was going to happen. He had a couple home runs this week. He's getting on base at a regular clip. He still has a 217 average. That tells you something. But, you know, eight home runs, there's pop there, and he's at Miller Park. Great place to hit. I think Willie Adamas, he got a late start, but he's definitely going to crack 20 homers. 25 might be pushing it, but it is possible. And if you need a shortstop middle infielder to give you some pop, Willie Adamas is the guy. And he can steal a bag, too. 
I don't think he's really showed that so far, but he's had that little bit of speed in the season. He's not a really fast guy, but he's a smart base runner. And as a former Tigers prospect who we traded to the Rays way back in the day, that seems like forever ago. Go Tigers! Willie Adamas was a bat that we, I really liked. I thought he was going to be a fun player in the old English team, but it didn't work out that way. So, hey, shit happens. There you go. Uh, Willie Adamas, um, the Mr. Dickerson of the Giants. You want to you pick up Alex Dickerson? Go to town. He's... He's doing good things. When he plays, he puts on that Giants uniform, and something magical happens. Something happens with all those players when they put on their Giants uniform. Suddenly, they just turn into uh, there's something more. It's like putting on the pinstripes for the Yankees. These players just take it up a notch. And Alex Dickerson's a guy who's going to flame out eventually. But if you want to ride a hot streak, he had two home runs this week. He's not great. I don't think he's a great player, but it's definitely worth a you know a cheap ass bid. If you don't want to be blowing your load on fab bids, you want to keep it simple. Then pick up little guys like that, like I said, like Dickerson and Adamas and other players we talked about. The the cheap under the radar guys like Margot. I said for the steals segment, these little cheap ads can save you fab bucks, but still provide you with value. And that's something I'm really learning this year, especially being in the main event league. <laughs> in some of these big-time leagues on NFBC. Um, the smart players, they do a lot of cheap bids, and it works out well for them. Don't go big every time, guys. I just want you guys to know that. Jasper says, downtime has everyone off their game. Oh, yeah, the bozo season of 2020. That's one thing we all know. That it just ruined everyone's routine and caused chaos for everybody. Uh, all right, I got like three minutes left, guys. Hit me. If you want to hit me a player you want to talk about right now, go. Hit me. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep talking about these players. Uh, let's see. Uh, two steppers. Shit, we didn't really get to two starters this week. Um, bum, bum, bum. Uh, Chris Sale is also a stash. I don't know when Chris Sale is going to be back, but I think a good time to pick up Chris Sale now before it's going to cost you. If you have the roster spot to spare. If for some reason in this injury plague season, you have a roster spot that you could throw Chris Sale in, then do it. Go to town. Make it happen. But if not, then you're not going to do that, obviously. And that's not a reality that will work for you. And that's okay. You could pay for it later. But Chris Sale's not going to be back for at least, I don't know, six, eight weeks still. It could be two months. It's not very clear. Two-star pitchers. I want to hit these real quick. Uh, borderline questionable ones. Matthew Boyd. He's got Seattle at home and the White Sox at home this week. But Boyd's really stunk up the joint the last couple of starts. The Boyd that you saw at the beginning of the season is not currently the Boyd. He also hurt his knee, and I think that knee is having an impact on Matthew Boyd right now. And he hasn't had a quality start since May 11th. So if you look at the schedule and you see Matthew Boyd, Jasper, rock on, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks for making the effort. I almost was just going to give up tonight because I was, fuck, I was so tired from being out in the sun all day. But I'm never... I don't want to let you guys down. I really don't. It means a lot to me. I love connecting with you guys, talking baseball, and actually feels really good. So thank you, Jasper. But Matthew Boyd, not a good idea. Don't start him this week, in my opinion. I think it's risky. You can go against my word, and one of us might be right. One of us might be wrong, and that's totally cool. But he hasn't shown anything recently, and I don't care if he has a schedule that looks soft. The Mariners at home, it's not as easy as you might think. So, yes, they're strikeout prone, but I think that Boyd knee injuries. That's an issue. It's a show-me situation. Hey, are you healthy, Boyd, now? Are you over the knee injury? Or are you going to go back on the IL soon? We're in that waiting game right now, so let's find out what happens there. Michael Pineda's got the Yankees in Houston at home. The Twins are a disaster. If you're looking for wins, I guess, but the Yankees in Houston back-to-back sounds pretty terrible to me. JT Brubaker's got the Dodgers at home and the Brewers on the road. He was on the IL. I'm a little suspect of the situation there, so I would uh, tread with caution. Uh, we covered Jackson Coar earlier in the show. The, his matchups will be at the Angels and at Oakland. Two decent, well, Angels Park is in a, it's kind of a hitter's park actually, but definitely pitching in Oakland, that's great. So get Coar, pick him up, pitch him in both those situations. I'm actually really excited to see how he throws. I'm expecting big things from Jackson Coar, I really am. And his pal, Chris Bubich, got the same lineup, Angels and Oakland on the road. That's another good start. I like Bubich. In fact, when it comes to, I mentioned the Royal starters and the young studs. I love Brady Singer. I I love Brady Singer, but he's just let me down recently. And, you know, there's going to be growing pain, so maybe I shouldn't be a dick about it. But I've been a little frustrated with how things have gone recently. You know, he struck out, struck out seven today, but he had another high whip outing in a loss. And I'm kind of thinking that right now, at this day, June 6th, D-Day, by the way, D-Day. Damn, June 6th. 
2021. Chris Bubich and Jackson Core are the top two Kansas City starters right now. I think that's how I feel about it. I really, really do. All right, that's it. I, I tried to cover as much as I could. I was a little flustered today. I apologize. I owe you a better show than that, but we got a lot of great shows coming up this week. Tomorrow morning, working with David, Dr. David Meyer. I'll be on the Rotowire Thursday, doing the Wednesday show with Van Lee and Nathan Dockin. They're going to be here. That's going to be fantastic. And then, of course, we'll be back here for the Sunday Fabulous Show Sunday night. I'm going to I'm gonna guarantee a badass show next Sunday. Trust me. I owe you guys one. Softball just started for me, so I'll be playing softball every Sunday, but it's in the afternoon. I should be able to get home and give you guys what you asked for. So thank you so much. Pleasure to see everybody. Plaza Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Don't forget, rotofanatic.com. we got all the great articles, closing remarks, bullpens, the firmer report, every injury, and the schedule factors, coming week schedule, who benefits, who doesn't. All on rotofanatic.com with a host of other great stuff. That's it. Catch you guys on the flip side. To be something you're not I know now my pick was away Build me up, build me up But a cup these picks are disgrace Right, lads Now I know there's not a faint heart among you And I know you're as anxious as I am To get into close action But we must bring him right up beside us Before we spring this trap That will test our nerve And discipline Will count just as much as courage the Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. (laughs) This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.